listening to On the Couch with Carly. Carly's Couch is a safe space to talk. I'm a psychologist, but I'm not your pipe-smoking, tweed-wearing stereotype. Hello, and welcome back to On the Couch with Carly. Today, I would like to talk about sibling rivalry. So I am eight months into my experience of having two children. And so I've got some insight into what is going on when it comes to sibling rivalry, or in other words, what is the dynamic of bringing a new baby into the family and how does your firstborn respond and what do those responses mean? So in my experience, um, there are certain behaviors, certain outcomes that can be expected. I'm going to talk through them all. Um, Some of them may resonate with you. Some of them may not because all children are different and respond differently. So let's just explore some of the common responses that I've been um, aware of both in my own life and with other clients or with other moms that I've spoken to. So what I understand about um, bringing home a new baby is that the most important thing that you can do is prepare your firstborn and really help them to sort of manage their expectations around how life is going to change when the new baby comes. So for example, when I was pregnant, I would pretty much daily remind my oldest child about how life might be when baby comes. Things like baby can be crying and mommy has to go Mommy won't be able to lie in bed with you for, you know, at bedtime for as long as I usually can. Sometimes mommy's going to be breastfeeding and breastfeeding is a lot, a lot, a lot of the time mommy's going to be breastfeeding. So that means that the baby's going to be on top of mommy's body and you won't have access to mommy's body. I mean, obviously I explained this in like child friendly language, but I think preparing your, your child for the, for the arrival of the new baby is super, super important and as best as you can in an age-appropriate way. So depending on what developmental stage they're at, you want to just try and preempt some of the changes that may occur because essentially it is a massive change in the child's life. And depending on how old they are, they have now experienced life as your only child and that's their only frame of reference for how they understand their relationship with mommy and daddy or whoever the caregivers are so if that's their their frame of reference then it makes it like a cataclysmic event to have another baby in the family that mommy and daddy or whoever the caregivers are are looking after and we know that babies need a lot of attention they're very demanding and they don't know how to wait for anything. So if they're if they have needs, they, they're very immediate and they need to be immediately responded to. So that's very difficult for a child to understand and to come to, to come to terms with. Someone has used the analogy that having a new baby is like bringing home a new partner to to your house and saying to your partner, "Oh, by the way, we're going to have this new person live with us. They're going to share our bed." Mommy, mommy loves this person now as in, in, is in love with this person or I wouldn't use the word mommy, but, um, I am in love with someone. This is my new lover. I, I hope you understand. 
don't worry, you don't have a choice in the matter, but you'll get used to it. And in fact, you're too, eventually you'll love this person as much as you could love anyone. And you're so lucky to have this person now in your life. So that when we, when we think of it like that, it's quite an extreme thing to foist onto someone. And um, amazingly, I think little ones handle it incredibly well. I think probably they handle it better than an adult would who has to be introduced to a new lover. I mean, I think, I think it's actually remarkable how children adapt and how even when moms are pregnant, they the little ones are, I mean, my little one was saying things about how she loves her little sister already before the baby was even born. And I find that so beautiful that it's such a, there's such a natural inclination for love and for fondness of, of a sibling. I really do believe that. I think there's something very magical about that. But nevertheless, it is a massive change and a massive, massive upheaval of someone's life to suddenly have a sibling. So I think, yeah, I want to say on the positive side of things, there is this love, there is this affection. And um, the affection, depending on how old the oldest child is, uh, can be um, incredibly beautiful. And it can also be um a little bit scary <laughs> so sometimes um the older sibling is like um Elmira you know from the cartoon I want to love you and squeeze you and and they can be quite um aggressive with their demonstration of love to their little sister or brother and I think this is interesting because I think it's twofold I think it's it's interesting to hold these two competing thoughts in one's mind that actually it is love and it is a kind of passionate love that the sibling feels that the older sibling feels for the younger sibling, but it's also expressed with a slight edge and the edge is of other emotions. So it could be jealousy, resentment, frustration. So a sibling love, I think initially, is a kind of love hate. It's it's a it's almost. I mean, I I think if you want to get really deep about it, I think all love is a kind of love hate. Like I think that passionate frustration that comes with loving someone so much, I think exists in all real loves. Um, it's almost like love and hate are the two sides of the same coin. And sibling love is like this pure love where there's this rage in it as well. And it's not, it's, it's certainly not, um, the, the predominant emotion. And it's certainly not even sometimes conscious. I don't think if you had to ask the child, you know, are you angry with your sibling? They wouldn't say yes. I think it's, there's a tinge of it it's like unconscious and and i and i believe that it's that it's there because of this massive change that's occurred and how anyone adjusting to such a change would feel pretty i guess yeah there would be big feelings and those feelings could range but i think we have to expect that our that our older child is having an experience and to not squash that experience to 
to not expect that they should only love their sibling or they should only feel fondness towards their sibling or they should only feel acceptance of the situation because that's unfair to expect the sibling, the older sibling, to accept this new reality and not have these other tinges of experience that that are just normal and understandable given the circumstances. So in saying that, I'll also say that as a parent, it's very difficult to navigate this. It's very difficult to manage this between your two children. And I would say it's very triggering. Um, there is, it's probably one of the biggest triggers for maternal rage, for moms who get really, really angry, is when this, this sibling discord. And what I've understood is that especially in the beginning especially because there's a power dynamic and a power differential and a size and weight and strength differential so there's the older sibling has just got more power and more weight and more strength behind them and so when they are frustrated and take that out on the little sibling what I've experienced is that there is this instinctual response that I feel and that I've heard from other parents as well is that um, you there's this protector part of you, this part that is naturally in you know going to come in the def- come in the defense of your little baby, right? The, the sort of mother lioness, if you will, part of us. And this part is totally natural and normal. And if we look back at how we were when we had our firstborn, we can identify that it was there with our firstborn as well. So, for example, if our, I don't know, in-laws, an in-law took the baby, you know, that feeling of like, give me back my baby or, you know, I don't know if that person's safe with my baby or maybe it's not an in-law, maybe you trust your in-laws, but maybe it's um a nanny that you struggled to let go and let your nanny just take care of the baby or maybe it was yeah anyone that you even sometimes your partner a lot of moms really struggle to let go and let their partner take part in the parenting process because there's this fear that something's going to happen to my baby and I think there's a natural instinct around that the protectiveness um but now the person who is potentially threatening the safety of your baby is your other baby and that's really tricky um, because it turns you against your child your older child and if you aren't careful you can become quite black and white about it and see the baby as the victim and the older child as the perpetrator and when we do that and let me just put my hand up I've done that it's very hard not to we all are vulnerable to making these sort of rash decisions in our brains when some when when we feel a sense of threat so and when a mother feels up the child isn't is threatened it's the same thing as our body being threatened It, it 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 is instinctual it's like fight or flight so it takes a lot of work to say, okay, hang on, this is scary, but it's just children, and I have to, I have to look after both the children in the situation. I have to be mindful of both situa- of both children in the situation, of both of their minds, and what they're thinking and what they're feeling. And yes, my instinct is to come in and protect my, the baby sibling because they're defenseless, and I've got to 
do that. But if I do that with total disregard of the older sibling, I'm missing something very, very important. I'm missing a person here who's also needing something, who's also little, who also doesn't understand how to handle themselves yet, how to, you know, how to inhibit their behavior, how to manage their feelings, they, you know, they, how to regulate themselves. Our, our children can't do that. So we've got to keep mindful that we've got two children to keep regulating for. So this has been my challenge is that when my oldest does something that I perceive as an attack on the littlest, I have to keep in mind what my oldest is going through, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what's happening for them. And what is nice about my particular situation is that I've got a bigger age gap. So my oldest is someone verbal. I can talk to her. I can reason with her. And I can actually say to her, did you feel like your little sister was getting too much attention? And is that why you lashed out, you know, and then she'll say, yes, you know, and and that's fabulous because I'm not just focusing on the behavior. I'm not just seeing her as her behavior. I'm literally stopping, stopping myself from responding because, of course, the instinct is to say, and I have done that, you know, but I'm stopping myself from responding just to the behavior and I'm giving myself the chance to see her and her experience and guys, I'm not saying I'm nailing this every time. It's flipping hard. It's really a struggle. I just thought I would share about it, share with you about it today because I think every, every parent struggles with this. I think sibling rivalry is a huge thing. And the, the pool, what I can feel is that if I didn't think like this and I wasn't trying to also keep my oldest in mind the whole time, it would be so easy to just take the littlest side every time and what I've noticed is that the little one she's only eight months what I've noticed is that she um, has already started changing her responses so she's worked out that when she moans she gets saved you know someone picks her up someone stops the oldest which is a very, very adaptive behavior from her. She's learned that she can go moan, 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 and someone will intervene because everyone takes a baby moaning quite seriously. But what I've noticed now is that she moans before the oldest actually does anything to her. So the oldest will be coming near her, not even touching her, and she'll go, you know? And I think that that's a trap that we all fall into as parents is we're not watching closely. And we've had so many previous experiences where we've seen the oldest hurt the little one or attempt to hurt the little one or do something that we regarded as uncool. And so when the little one starts moaning, we automatically go, well, you're being attacked by your big sister. Stop it. You're wrong. Get out of here. You know, and, you know, intervene in that way. And I think that that's also really interesting because I think that is how that's, this kind of dynamic then develops over time of the little one kind of getting out of any sort of blame or responsibility by just going, and then mommy comes rushing in and, you know, immediately blames the oldest and the little one gets off. And I think that that's, 
I mean, I'm not saying that's what my little eight-month-old is doing in any sort of like manipulative way. I don't believe babies can manipulate you. I just think it's adaptive for her. I think she knows like this person can be troublesome. So I'm going to let everyone know that this person's coming close to me. You know, I don't think it's manipulative. I can just see how if you let that kind of continue, that that is a dynamic that is possible and very common. I've seen that in families. I've seen that in older siblings, adults who come to my practice who say to me, oh, yes, the baby gets all the attention. This is as, as adults already, you know, or they say, um, yes, the baby was was always very um, good at expressing their emotions and getting and getting attention for their distress. That's a big one. Whereas I, as the older sibling, have to suppress my emotions I'm not allowed to be the one that's struggling that's that I see so often firstborns come to me they say I am I'm not good at expressing my emotions I I mean they don't say this this is what I'm what I pick up in the therapy I don't trust that people are going to come to my aid I don't know how to say I'm hurting I'm sore I'm vulnerable this is hard for me but my sister or my younger my younger sibling they always get all the attention. They get, you know, driven to the hospital, driven to the doctors, taken to the psychologists, getting all the therapy. The family, you know, rallies around the little one to try and help them, but I'm expected to just get on with it. And I, and I, and so I want to caution everyone who has siblings to just notice that dynamic in you because what we can do is we can overgeneralize. Okay, this older sibling has got more capacity than the little one to handle their feelings, to be good, you know, to just learn to be good, to not to suppress, to 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 inhibit their behaviors, to suppress their responses, you know, to not be such a, a drama queen, and and that's quite toxic because that little person is as valid in their experience and and has as much right to have ups and downs, big feelings, hurt feelings. And so when they're expressing hurt feelings, it's really, really important to take them seriously. And I mean, sometimes your your oldest, you know, they 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 get things, they, they have things that they're upset about that we think is just so silly. You know, we don't take it seriously because it's silly to us. But it's very, very, very important that even if you really don't think it's a worthwhile owie, that you focus on their owies, that you give them the chance to be the one that gets on your lap, that gets a cuddle, that because otherwise they're going to learn that little sibling gets all the cuddles, gets picked up when she cries, but big sibling has to handle it, has to suppress their emotions, has to put on a brave face. And we don't want that. We don't want our children to feel that. That only results in difficulties later on. So that's a little word from me around sibling rivalry. I haven't haven't covered everything. It's just a little, just a, a short thing to to express to you a, a bit about what I'm experiencing at the moment. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you. What do you think? Does any of this make sense to you? Would you like me to cover anything else about sibling relationships? I'm not an expert. I don't. I mean, I know I'm a psychologist, but I'm not an expert at parenting or, um, you know, ch- child psychology. That's not my forte. I'm just talking to you from my experience and understanding it psychologically and trying to make sense of my my process. 
that I think will help you. So I'd love to hear what you think. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.